This week on Media Delta, Season 1 of Sonic the Hedgehog, also known as Sonic Sedam. Why do only half of them wear clothes anyway? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. We have a pretty big one today. Um, we are talking about, when people talk about video game cartoons, this is probably, if not this rendition, but one of the bigger franchises. Um, we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, we've already talked about adventures and its interesting qualities, but um, one of the things that people who say, um, like if you say, oh, you don't like adventures, uh, one of the things that it's like, oh, uh, then you might like Sonic Sadam, or as it's kind of commonly known. And uh, yeah, we are talking about uh, what's usually referred to as Sonic Sadam, but though technically the title is just Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it was a cartoon that um, they came out, I believe, a week after Adventures uh, originally aired. It originally aired on ABC. Um, and yeah, it is a drastic, drastic tone shift from the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and I was not the only one who watched this. Uh, I have three other people with me uh, who also watch this. Uh, please introduce yourself in alphabetic order. I'm Bob Nader. Hello. I'm Portable Stove. Also, hello. I'm Torpid Typhus, and I'm here to be bored. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the cartoon. It is a interesting take on the Sonic the Hedgehog universe because it definitely does not... Like, Adventure is... Tr you could almost kind of see that it takes place you could almost kind of say it takes place in the world of the games sonic the hedgehog or sonic Sadam, you really can't because it is a very drastic tone shift um in that like basically there are a handful of area like areas in it you have basically uh i forgot what the place is in the gummy bears but it's like that kind of, you know, forest hangout that a lot of cartoons had, like this area that the Smurfs lived in, and like it's like a regular forest place, and then like Hell Nightmare uh, Robot Land. Uh, and it's much darker than pretty much anything Sonic that I can at least think of. Um, so, before to get into it, um, actually, one thing I will note before we get into it, uh, we are specifically talking about season one because this did have two seasons. Um, and we watched a handful of episodes to kind of get an idea uh, for what the show was. Um, originally, we planned to watch uh, seven out of 13, but um, not all of us made it through. Uh, just to give you a heads up on what <laughs> our thoughts of this is. I did. Uh, I'm dedicated. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for no, jumping on that grenade for us. Um, <laughs> Uh, so just to no no the issue here isn't you Bob don't worry. <laughs> um, so if you want to keep track at home or kind of follow what we watched as well, uh, the episodes that we watched are Heads and Tails, Sonic and Sally, Sonic and the Secret Scrolls, Sonic Racer, Harmonic Sonic, Warp Sonic, and Subsonic. Um, were the episodes that we were uh, planning to watch. Um. Although, All very memorable titles that you can definitely refer to when you say, oh, yeah, that episode. Yeah, exactly. it, it, 
they found a lot of ways to make puns out of the word Sonic, so I guess I can appreciate that at least. Yeah, it's like the problem is that you're trying to remember which one's which. It's like, oh, huh, like which one is Harmonic Sonic? Um, yeah, because when you think about Harmonic Sonic, like that that title, um, did not have really anything to do with that episode. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I'm. I just completely forgot which order it was because there is no story continuity between the episodes. So you can just kind of hop and bop between them. Um, if you, if you choose to watch this and for some reason that you just seeing random ones, you could just watch it in any order. Um, the one thing I am kind of ashamed that we didn't get to watch because I'm curious how the episode is, is um, episode eight of the series or season one, uh, which is hooked on Sonics which is a very dated pun, but a good one nonetheless. Um, yeah, uh, so I have a series of questions that um, we are going to go through. Uh, so, uh, Bob, uh, what, were your general, what was your general impressions, and is there any particular elements you'd like to bring up? Well, I actually was familiar with the show for a while because I remember renting VHS tapes of it when I was like in single digits. And I didn't really remember a lot back then, but the kind of opinion I had for a while after was that this show was supposed to be this hidden gem, basically. This really mature, really deep cartoon that could match up to like the very best cartoons of the 90s, like Gargoyles. And it really doesn't uh, at all. Yeah, I can I can definitely see because... That is the one thing that, like, whenever Sonic Sadams brought up is just the fact that its tone is, like, kind of, maybe not refreshing is the right term, but it's more, it's much more interesting toned or a di pretty interesting direction to take with Sonic. Um, and is a pretty big departure from what Sonic usually is. Like, there are so many fans specifically of this show and they hype it up really hard. They make you think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. See, like, also as someone who had, ne I'd never seen this before. This was all new to me. I I'd seen Adventures, uh, and I've already made my feelings fucking clear on that one. Uh, but this one was new to me, and all I've heard up to this point was people hyping it up and saying how this is the good Sonic. This is good. So yeah, I I I, I feel you, Bob. Um. Also, not to beat a kind of a dead trope, but uh. This is Sonic we're talking about. And uh, quality assessment on what exactly is a good Sonic thing is maybe questionable sometimes. I mean, Sonic Boom is good. Sonic X is actually surprisingly pretty all right. Yeah. But those also came later. Yes, much later. Much, much later. Sonic uh, X didn't come that much later. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was at least a decade, though. Some but level. still, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, is there anything about the show in particular, like an episode or something that you'd like to bring up? Man, I'm trying to think of where to start, because here's the big thing I need to get out of the way right now. This doesn't feel like a show about Sonic. This show feels like somebody else had an idea for a cartoon. They were fleshing it out. Then a bunch of executives came up and said, this show is about Sonic now. Do what you can with the script. And they just had to work with what they had, and they just kind of just shoved him in there. I remember Sirs wasn't Sally supposed to be the main character? 
she might as well be a lot of the time. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look at, I'm taking a cursory glance at the Wikipedia article and I'm not seeing anything specific about that. But yeah, okay. you, it really feels like it, it feels like um, Mega Man X and how like Zero like is kind of like you're trying to more, it's more like Zero is a more appealing character than X. And it's like the hearing the development story about Mega Man X is like, oh, we have this pilot, like we want to like the Inafune wanted to make this game that is based or I forgot whatever the team specifically that was working on X. Uh, and they wanted to make Zero the main character, but now it's like, oh, it's got to be a Mega Man game, so it's got to be some Mega Man derivative as the front. So you got to do this kind of more basic character. Um, that's kind of what it feels like with this. My big complaint is, I think you could take about any character and put him in the role of Sonic, and there'd be very little you have to change. You can make the show about Awesome Possum, and it'd be about the same. <laughs> Okay, that would actually would be awesome possum yell got a juice no you know what maybe depending upon what you put the speech setting in that game um is awesome possum no. voiced by jaleel white hmm? uh no be. but they beg but that would mean that the bad guy would be voiced by the guy who voices plankton shit i didn't know that yes <laughs> and if you pay like really close attention to certain lines dr I, I almost forgot what the bad guy name uh, name was in Awesome Possum Kicks Dr. Machino. Doc- but... Oh, yeah, right. I'm an idiot. Um, but, um, yeah, if you listen to some of his, Dr. Machino's lines, you could really tell that it's the same guy who did Plankton. It's really funny. Mr. Uh, Lawrence. Yes. Um, which is actually funny because there's actually some things in here where you know about the voice actress's... Uh, background and you can really hear a prototype version of that voice oh lordy for real just like that that just happened all the time while i was watching it but eh. yeah um is there anything else you want to bring up bob and i i'm trying to think of what else like just general thoughts sonic is just really annoying he's just not a very good main character because i don't I really don't like the way he has to phrase everything he says into a catchphrase. He cannot say, okay, I'll do this now. He has to say it in the most radical manner possible. Yes. That is very notable thing about, about that and adventures, but it was more palatable in adventures because that is a wacky zany thing. Whereas in this is like, oh, if we screw up, um, a lot of people are going to die. And it's not like happy, like, oh, it's the a cartoon explosion like a Looney Tunes. It's like, no, people are dying and being turned into robots. It's actually kind of messed up. T- to be fair, yeah, this... the catchphrases of this feel weirder, like gotta juice and like how many have to deal with juice for some reason. Yeah. That that's a wonderful phrase in hindsight. Or around that time that executives were not thinking about. I wanna give one more thought and then I promise let someone else have the mic here. Anshalon. We got to bring up Anshalon oh, yeah. because... Uh, I think there is actually... We have a question later on. I think the next thing uh, so I'm sure that we can all take about 10 minutes to talk about that character. Alright, yeah. well I've got like a million things you're coming to mind, but I gotta let someone else have a turn, so go ahead. Alright, uh, Stuff. 
So yeah, I was one of those people that heard for the longest time that this is the good Sonic cartoon. And um, like there was a point in time where I thought, oh yeah, I guess this, I can understand people liking this a lot more because it's more mature. But obviously, I think it's kind of been something that's been beaten to death at this point. Being more mature does not necessarily mean that it's going to be good. It's extremely boring. It is a... I think the name like Sonic Set M for Saturday morning is very apropos because it is literally that's just it. It's just a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, it doesn't have really its own identity. You could literally just mute the names and just like turn off the TV and just have the audio going. And it could be pretty much like you said, Awesome Possum or Bucky O'Hare or something. It could be like anything. It doesn't even have to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Um... So yeah, I I also did not get through it. I got very close, but um it also hits on some of those tropes such as here is a girl character, everybody loves her, everybody wants to win her affection. Somehow even Tails wants the funny kiss. It's it's fucking bad. It just doesn't feel good. Um from what I remember of hearing a there was like an interview at that point I believe that there was a directive around the time that this was coming out that because this is also around the time like 80s and 90s cartoons had these weird directives that they were given. Um, like there is a thing. It's a diff completely different cartoon in a different era. Uh, but the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, um, there was a thing, a mandate by I don't know who, if it was someone who was in the production studio or if it was the network. Uh, that had to said that whoever is complaining always had to be wrong. Uh, and I believe that there was a similar mandate for this show uh, that was the the female characters always have to be have the upper hand. Like there, it was a kind of a girl power kind of thing in that basically uh, if you have a female character that it has to, they have to be more, um, they, I, I'm trying to think of what the phrasing was, but it was something around the lines of a basically they have to be shown to be right and that they're not like um not like a uh like the more i guess in a poor choice of words more hysterical and i i believe that was referring to um like especially sally because i know that there is a thing that there is like i don't know if it gets worse in the later season but it's always like she is always right or she always gets the upper hand or something like that. To be fair, it's not hard to be always right when you're like matching your wits against Sonic the fucking hedgehog at this point. Um, and also, I thought you were going down the uh, line of the mandate that Sega does not want Sonic to be romantically involved with anybody, but that's more about the comics and not the cartoon. Yeah, and that was there like was... after uh, Ken Penders got shoved out. I think they started... Yeah, there was some... Uh, bad things about that because it wasn't so much romantically involved in that. There was some questionable. Real let's just put shit. it that. Yeah, there is some real nefarious decisions. I'm gonna go ahead and throw out an immediate shout out to uh, thanks Ken Penders at Tumblr, who did a or is doing a full retrospective of the Archie Sonic comics. So you know, maybe go read those. Uh, but in terms of the cartoon, yeah, just 
the idea that oh everybody has to love princess sally and they have to fight for her affection that's warp sonic just kind of ground me into the dust because i was like all right i see where this is going and i hate it it it's so cliche and so hack okay remind me warp sonic was the one where like Sonic being into Sally just kind of came out of nowhere, right? Did they ever build on that? Because I don't think they did, unless they I missed it. do in the later season, I believe. I mean, so, like, I'll go ahead and just say that I have, I actually do have memories of this show, believe it or not. <laughs> um, in either, like, I even know which episode it might be. It's either Sonic Boom or the aforementioned Hooked on Sonics, where... It's just like, oh, something, something. I don't even think you know how to kiss or whatever. And then they just kiss for like 20 seconds. Something like that. So yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I believe that is the final episode. I remember there being because I remember seeing screenshots of there being a very long kiss in the final episode. Yeah, that's like in season two, though. Yeah. So I apparently it was supposed to be a third season, but it got came. Yes. Yeah, yes, it did. There, there was something along those lines a little bit earlier, though, but eh. it, do, it doesn't really matter. Like, um, in terms of the, the element that I want to bring up as well, um, I understand the tone that they want to go darker than Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. They want this to be a more adventurous Sonic, a more heroic Sonic. Um, I don't like the Freedom Fighters in this like at all. Every character just kind of... We'll get into this a little bit more in the next question, but all of the characters just seem very flat and kind of lame, honestly. Even the villains. Like, there's nothing good about about any of the characters, really. And it's just... I understand that they want to sell toys and whatnot, but this was not the way to do it. Also, you know, sell video games. I don't think they had toys of the show that I know of. I'm not sure either. I don't think they did. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I. I think I remember seeing um, I remember seeing something, but I don't think it was like to the level of, say, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I think there were some like children's books. But that's like about it for merchandise that I know of. And I want to say that the children's books predate the show. I, I actually think. had one of the children's books. Uh, there is some. Um, I remember there being some really in questionable and hindsight stuff about those books or maybe the books were like based on the oh i think i know i think it is basically this show spawned the comic the comic spawned the books think that's what it was yeah i I Uh, think so i I could click on the wikipedia link of the sonic comic but that would scare me it doesn't matter because they're all terrible yes yep um but yeah that's Pretty much all I got yeah. for now. All right. Torpo. Uh, I was bored out of my gourd. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, I I legitimately don't remember most of it. It's a fucking haze to me because it just all blended together in my mind because the characters weren't interesting. The stories were also not interesting. It was very generic cartoon. Um... I, I'm trying to think of what else. Like, a particular element without going into the characters. Um, I I was legitimately really uninterested by this entire show. Like, uh, this is going to get a, a little bit controversial, but 
I found Adventures more memorable, but I also found Underground more memorable because I have seen most of Underground. Which is I have terrible. a thing about that. I have a thing about that definitely at the. Uh, I see at there's the something on end. here. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. just it was it was memorable for me. Uh, as after also especially after having had it built up, I'm like, okay, so Adventures sucked. I hated that. Can't get worse. This is supposed to be pretty good, right? And no, it was actually incredibly bland. Like it makes mayo look spicy. Honestly, that's a kind of interesting thing that like necessarily none of them are good, but this one might be bad in terms of there's literally nothing to talk about except for the spawned a comic series or were inspired by whatever the fuck the cycle is there. So there's really nothing to talk about with the show itself. Which might make it in some ways worse. At yeah, least I can remember the garbage. Yeah, <sighs> I can. I can definitely see that. I'm gonna call Lolo out too. Me and Lolo both skipped the last two episodes just because we were so bored of the show. And just I mentioned earlier that we. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah. I'm calling you out specifically because if I'm going down, you're going down with me. Damn it. Yeah. So though I the thing I would say about that though is uh the episode that we stopped on uh is actually one that i remember as a kid because i uh unless anyone had any other things i could probably give my take nothing honestly i was just gonna say that i guess literally only one of us watched subsonic um yeah so um i watched this show a lot as a kid um ears it is one of the things that i remember it's great as a preschooler. It's great for the thing that I'm going to bring up. Uh, I remember being on the bus going to preschool, um, singing or having the intro song to this show in my head. And that was like the one thing I remember, which I say that now. Uh, so basically, I had really fond memories of this show. Uh, I actually probably watched this show more than I actually played the Genesis Sonic games. Did not help the fact that I had a broken Genesis for most of my life, but still, uh, I had very fond memories. And also, that turned into me reading the comic for quite a long time. Watching this now, I don't know why I thought the theme song of this show was good. This could be have one of the worst theme songs I've heard in a show in a long time. Um, I actually muted the YouTube video that we're watching when that sh that thing was coming up because I didn't want to hear it. Um, it's just like the most like generic like it's it's one of those uh theme songs where it's basically the singer is just talking about how awesome Sonic is, except it's not really a song. It just kind of sucks. Something I finally realized for the first time watching it this time as well. Um. It's a song about how cool Sonic is as he's running towards the uh, city of Metropolis or whatever the fuck it's called and telling them Robotnik's coming and then it pans over and shit's fucked. So Sonic is not awesome enough to stop the entire city from being destroyed. I mean, the intro is pretty great, though, because it basically summarizes what every episode is going to be like in about 30 seconds. Th that is true. Actually. Yeah, I mean, it's Sonic. He can move Sonic. He has a massive ass attitude and he's technically the fastest thing alive there you go it hits all three actually, points 
that that does remind me uh actually something i will say is one of the greatest things working against this show uh, in terms of the plot is the lack of a plot actually yeah it's the thing that i found kind of fascinating was the fact that it's really it was really weird watching the show as everyone just kind of did their job and they didn't screw up really like it was oh we're going to like do this thing oh something came up and then it went kind of bad oh wait they just it was basically a back and forth about who tried to get the upper hand in which no one really came out on top it's basically uh two like it's almost like two dogs getting into like or like two tiny dogs into like a little tiny scrap and they're just backing up just constantly doing it and then nothing ever happens um because anything major gets stopped, but also anything that would, it's basically anything that would like set, like fulfill Robotnik's goal would be stopped. Uh, except for like maybe tiny things, anything that like the freedom fighters are trying to do will also get stopped and nothing really happens. Like nothing ever drastic happens. Consistently at an impasse. War yes. Changed. Yes. Um, Though, I guess, like, you bring that up, but that is the um, thing about season two, I guess, is that something does change, but we'll never see the outcome of that. Nope. And that's the best part. Yeah. I This does actually, in a weird way, want to make, make me want to watch season two, because I know they'd actually change some things up. I am just curious about that, if that actually means anything. Um, because I, I'm pretty sure I remember most more of season two than I do of season one. Uh, and the main thing I remember of season one that we watched, um, was, uh, um, like the episode in which, uh, basically Sonic and Sally find like this underground kind of society. And I just remember it cause of the city with the crystal in the top of the, the ceiling, which I, I don't know why, but I always thought that was really cool. And then I watched it here and it was like. Uh, is like you great you see that i'm like oh yeah i remember and then the next thing you see is like this pig man just like horror like almost adventure style like making up food and it's like oh this is not what i remember <laughs> i have thoughts on the episode but first off um it is super weird that a pig man is giving me some like chili dogs like are we not going to talk about that no they're beef it's fine okay yeah, they, sure they're they're kosher hot dogs um or whatever i <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's a rat man making hot dogs, let's be honest. I mean, pigs would 100% eat pig, though. Like, let's be real here. I was going to say, wouldn't the... I was trying to get think... a little, little real. I was going to say, I was trying to think of what the really cursed thing, because the eating thing from Adventures was. I'm pretty sure that was also a pig that was no, serving that was dog. hot dog people selling hot dogs. Right. I forgot about that. It's like one step worse, actually. <laughs> Hey, you want to eat my kid? Yeah, here you go. I'm just thinking of... Uh, Me and the wife worked real hard on that one. I'm just thinking of that uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell impersonating Harry Carey Pitt. But that's a completely different thing. Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on her. Also, it's like, it's just seemed like it exists and nothing else happened. Um, yeah, it's just it's boring. <laughs> Like, I don't, like, I can barely remember, like, I can remember things that happened, but it's, I can't really give qualitative things, because it's like, not that happened. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. So let's let's just go into this. Uh Torpo, what are your thoughts about the settings uh, and characters of the show? I mean, this setting would be more interesting if they did anything with that dire situation they were put in, which they don't. Uh fucking Yeah, no, there's that. They just never actually really make proper use of the setting. Uh, to a point that's almost frustrating, because th- there are no stakes. There, there are never any stakes. You it's know like, what's going to happen. It's like the episode. stakes could be there. The stakes could be really high. They never are, but they could be. Uh, like, hell, there's that time that fucking Robotnik made a, a special Sally robot to, to get to the fucking uh, village and she did but he lost all visuals so he couldn't find her and then none of it mattered because they figured out she was a fake because of the funny kisses yeah she didn't do the funny kiss god that's still that entire bit was weird to me I mean that also doesn't help the fact that like uh it's like the weird thing that I mentioned there were like everyone's trying to win Sally's affection where basically like Tails in this show, um, like they all, like he is always meant to be younger, but in this one, he's like a like baby child, like not just like child child. He is of the younger, like, like a, like almost like six. Somehow even like younger seeming than adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, where he just flat out says, I can't read. Yeah. I mean, straight up in the show, like there is people read bedtime stories to him. There are multiple shots of that happening. Um, but yeah, uh, what are your yeah. what are your thoughts on the other characters? So any of the characters, really. Um, so aside from obviously Sonic, Tails and Sally, all of the freedom fighters are interchangeable. All of them. You could swap around who they are, what they do, what their name is, and I'd 100% fucking believe you. Uh, just none of them are particularly interesting or do anything important aside from, like, facilitate Sally's plans. Uh, or, or fawn over Sally, or any of that. So, there's them. Just gonna push all them aside. Fuck them. Um, Sonic is fucking insufferable. Completely insufferable. <laughs> He never shuts up when he's on screen. He's constantly spouting these weird lines about juice. Like, it, it feels like they told Jaleel White, do that thing from Adventures, but worse. And he did. Well, uh, I, I think the problem was is that I believe they were doing that at the exact same time, which that also probably did not help. Probably not. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some bleed over. But, uh... <laughs> oh no i hate your girlfriend stove i'm sorry i derailed the podcast again it was never on the rails but uh god damn it um fuck what was i saying uh so tails is infantilized to hell same as it ever was with these shows but like really awfully in this and it's it's almost frustrating knowing what tails is and what he is also in later things and in this, he's basically the fucking baby and is treated as such to the point of Sally reading him goodnight stories and giving him the funny kisses. 
Yeah. Every time you say funny kiss like that, it sounds worse and worse. Because <laughs> I feel uncomfortable every time I say it. She didn't even do the witch voice. What kind of fucking Sally is this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's terrible. It's it, Tails is awful. Sonic is awful. Sally is always right, always correct, is always smart, uh, and can do no wrong. And I, I, I don't care. I don't care about her, honestly. She is the plot. Yep. She is. She makes things work, and that's that's it. Uh, she doesn't have much of a personality outside of smart Alec Princess, who everyone loves. And then uh, there's Robotnik, who's also unfortunate. You can't be menacing and also horribly incompetent. It it, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. You can't keep trying to pretend you're evil. Like, this is horrible, menacing figure. The show wants him to pretend, like, be, but also is horribly incompetent as he is at everything he does. Also, his design is terrible. It's really awful. It is so much worse than any other Robotnik design I've seen, and I hate it. It could have been worse. Have you seen some of the concept art for this show? No, I haven't. Okay, like, there's a couple of sketches they did of him, like, I guess before they got, like, the reference arts. One, he's, like, this robot pirate with, like, a ponytail. The other, he's this green-horned monster wizard who looks like he came out of a Don Bluth movie. So I guess it could have been worse. Oh, yeah, wow, huh? Yeah, that is, that is, um, was it Blark from Space Ace? Yeah, I think so. Like, he just looks like that. Still would have been probably more interesting, if I can be honest. Um, and also, like, Robotnik had the power to at any point just end all of this. He could have done it easily, but he, he never did, because that would end things. This is the Forever Warrior. This is the War Economy. Where is Jane? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just happened to look at... Um, I uh, looked at the uh, voice actor who did uh, Tails, um, and I'm just kind of looking through his thing. Uh, nothing too major, although apparently he was in, he was actually a pretty major character in As Told by Ginger, which huh. I just found interesting because I, I, I'm curious if there's a game about that because that's an interesting show. But uh, that is for another time. Um, but yeah, uh, Darby, do you have any other Thoughts? No, I've, I've fucking said my piece. All right, uh, Stove. Well, just skating around the one character that we're going to have to talk about soonish. Um, in terms of the setting, it is definitely just wasted potential. Like, you can say something about a destroyed city that has been taken over by a megalomaniac that has turned everybody into robots and is destroying the environment. Hell, you have an environmental message literally right there that you could do something with, and it's completely squandered. They do absolutely nothing with it. Um, and as a result, like, Robotropolis is very just sterile and robotic and dreary. There's, there's nothing really fun about the show, about the show setting because of that. Um... And I kind of brought it up before. I don't really care for the Freedom Fighters. As Torpo said, um, Sonic is just insufferable in this in the show. Just consistently telling us that he has to juice. And uh, he, 
one thing about the setting that also just destroys any semblance of like the characters being good at all is the fact that being the setting is so dark and dreary you would think that sonic would be taking this a little bit more seriously especially considering he might be the one that was like oh god guys this thing is coming but he's just being an absolute tool to everybody like i honestly think that with the rest of the freedom fighters being around um except for like tails it actively makes sonic worse like sonic wasn't sonic was bad in adventures but he wasn't necess- he wasn't as bad as he is now or in the show um yeah we kind of touched on sally she's always right um bunny is just there to be a stereotype of southern people as well um oh voiced- God, yeah the, the way she talks is the worst voiced by a very very southern chucky finster uh, uh Christine Kavanaugh. Oh, oh yeah also uh like especially in that pilot she's just doing the dexter voice yeah yeah um and rotor is there to be what what tails would eventually become like it feels like tails is just there because he has to be there because he's tails he was in the other cartoon and sonic 2 is popular people would be going well where's tails because I, I feel like I was one of those children that was questioning where the hell Knuckles was in this. It turns out he was in the other cartoon. Uh, and also, he, I believe he was supposed to show up in season three. And then that would spin off into its own show. And then Knuckles would be popular, more popular than Sonic. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Considering that, I mean, thinking of what the arc that the comic went. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's, the characters are bad. And, um, one thing I remember saying about Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was that I, there was, there was a lot about the setting I didn't like. There are a lot about the characters I didn't like, but I love the quadruple S squad or whatever the hell, Scratch Grounder and Robotnik. Oh boy, Snively is not Scratch or Grounder or even Coconuts. He is literally not his, he is his name. He's Snively. That's it. And then I remember Robotnik being a lot more menacing than he is. No, absolutely it's, not. It's the voice. Yeah, it could be, which like long John Baldry going from him to Jim Cummings, that should not be a downgrade really. Like not, yeah. to, say, not to say that would be an upgrade or anything, but like Jim Cummings at this point is an established voice actor. He does not fit Robotnik at all. Yeah, because, I mean, it almost seems like if you think about things that came out at relatively around the same time, uh, we've actually done, uh, if we're talking about Retronic Rhapsody stuff that he is voiced in, he voiced Dallas in uh, East Book 1 and 2 for the Turbo Graphics. So it almost seems like he's channeling that voice. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's friggin' Mega, uh, Negaduck. Like, he, he can do also- a... He can do a bad guy voice, but this ain't it. <laughs> Not this one. I would say he also is Winnie the Pooh, which I also find funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there, there's the other one, but we'll get to him, I think, very shortly. I don't necessarily want to start the conversation on him. All right, Bob. All right, well... People have covered a lot of my thoughts already, but I talk about Sonic a little bit, so let's start off with Robotnik. 
people are right. He doesn't really have a whole lot besides him sounding scary. The thing is, mostly he, he just, like, tries to do a thing and doesn't work and he has a tantrum. That's mostly it. He he just constantly has tantrums because things don't go his way. And he yells at Snively, and, I mean, he doesn't really do a whole lot on his own. He just kind of sits there and just tells Snively to do everything. Yeah, he delegates mad. a whole lot. Just, I mean, just comes off really incompetent. Yeah, just. And I mean, what else here? Like, I think they use him too much. They don't really let him breathe. You know, they. If you see him every time, you know, he's going to screw up and fail and get mad. You kind of just kind of know what to expect, right? To go on a sidetrack here, the thing about Robotropolis they go there about, like, almost every episode, and it's, it feels like it's basically like right next door to the Great Forest, so it feels like less this big journey, this big dangerous mission they're undertaking, and more like they're just walking into his yard to just mess with his stuff, because it might as well be literally just next door for how often they go there, you know? Yeah, I, I don't understand why they're so worried about Robotnik finding their hideout in the forest, because it's got to be, like, two feet away. Well, they, got, they don't know how long that tree, like, slide thing is. Uh, true, true. They can't lose that. That is some prime real estate. It just... The world feels so small. It feels like there's, like, what, like five locations in the entire show, and, like, two of them make up, like, 75% of the episode. So, yeah, that's... I feel like there could have been, like, a little bit more work in the world building in general. Yeah. Alright, going back to the Freedom Fighters, Bunny is, like I said, not very interesting. I think there was, like, one episode they kind of wanted to give, like, a moral about handicapped people who can do great things, too, because there's a part where her arm falls off. She's kind of upset about it, but she kind of gets over it really fast, and I don't really know if that's what they were going for, but they kind of drop that moral really fast. Like, she seems, like, just kind of vaguely annoyed about her arm than sad or anything. Well, so being I don't handicapped know is fine when you have these sweet fucking prosthetics. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what they were trying to go for that, because that does seem like something they would try and go for. Um, but yeah, it's just, it kind of went nowhere. And, okay, and then there's Antoine. We gotta talk him, I guess. Like, I'm gonna be honest. There was a point when I forgot that it was okay, even expected, that cartoons have a character who was basically meant to be useless and contribute nothing, because that's just what cartoons were like back then. And, uh, I mean, Antoine uh, is terrible. He's, like, I'd say actively hindering the Freedom Fighters, and I don't get why they need to just, just throw him in a ditch or something. Let him get roboticized, please. Yeah, pretty much. He'll hinder Robotnik more than them, then. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, very French. I swear, offensively French. I I am still of the mind. I, there is no actual uh, proof of this. This is just something that I swear that I just feel. I swear there is a draft of the show where Antoine is just straight up a frog. That is how much of a French stereotype he is. God, just I'm go sure full onto it into it. I'm sure there's like a French dub of this show. I have to wonder what they did with him. <laughs> Make him uh, obnoxiously American. Yeah. Um, no, actually, he's Spanish. All right. Sally is... 
I kind of remember her being more involved and way more, you know, useful than a lot of the episodes I I saw. Maybe it's just the ones we watched, but she didn't actually like seem to take up too much of the spotlight. So I don't know, but yeah, I mean, she's just, you know, she's just generally perfect, really snarky, kind of knows everything, kind of solves a lot of the problems and just doesn't really have any real flaws. So that's not very interesting. Yeah. Tails, people have already said everything about Tails. Not much to say there. The and and Sonic. Sonic's just kind of this dumb jock idiot who just kind of just, like people said, won't shut up and really feels more like the muscle, like a sidekick to Sally more than anything, which, I mean, the show is called Sonic the Hedgehog. You kind of expect him to be the lead role, and he doesn't feel like that a lot of time. It's fine because he can use the power ring to solve any situation. At least, at least that the the power ring is essentially just the pack pellet from the Pac-Man cartoon. That it's just like, oh, we need to figure some way to get um the the rings in here, but they don't like ever um like do anything else from that. Uh, also, it is uh great. Uh, I have happened to up. Uh, I take that. I'm guessing apparently, actually, I'm looking on YouTube. Thankfully, uh, there is a video that is Sonic Saddam French intro title cards and outros. Uh, the only one that actually credits any voice actors are just the English ones. So I wonder if there wasn't a French dub of this, but oh, there was geez. a French release of it, which could just be the Canadian release, but still. Um, and so there are a couple episodes, if we're going into those, that I thought were kind of neat. There's Sonic and the Secret Scrolls, where they go to some temple far away to find some MacGuffin. And one, I appreciate they're actually going somewhere that isn't Robotropolis, because that's such a rare thing in the episodes we watched. Two, I like how the episode isn't Robonics doing a bad thing. We have to stop him from doing the bad thing. So, you know, it's fresh and original, and I appreciate that. That is, uh, except for halfway through, when Robotnik just kind of magically appears, no foreshadowing. No scenes of him saying he's going to go to this place Freedom Fighters are going. He's just kind of there. He also had no then, reason to be there. And then the episode just gets way less interesting, because it just comes like like every other episode we've seen. So, just kind of a waste doing something new, you know? Um, also, it's great because uh, the name of that temple is MAGA. Oh, but just in a no. bit of hindsight, that was like at the perfect time. I mean, at the time, it definitely wasn't like convoluted or like any sort of like thing to it. But now it's really funny in hindsight. I honestly checked out of that episode the very moment that one of the answers was sit on a chair, sit on this very, very ancient chair. It's like, what? Okay, I guess. This is the direction we're going with this now, huh? This, I don't know. And then there was, uh, what was the episode with like the other Freedom Fighters? I, who knows? These names all blend together. Yeah, yeah. maybe Warp Sonic. The uh, but the yeah, subterranean. You. Yeah. It's like thing one. Like like I said, Sonic being in love with Sally feels like it came out of nowhere. I don't know if an episode we didn't watch kind of covered that, but it just kind of kind of feels like a plot point they didn't really build up at all, so it just feels super unnatural. 
But yeah, once again, it's the problem is the show using this episodic format and then trying to pretend there's some sort of progression at random points. Point two is they we are introduced to another set of freedom fighters who are living underground beneath Robotnik, and he doesn't know they're there. And they steal the freedom fighters' power generator rock thing. And like, I think there could have been a neat plot point here where, like, the underground people don't want to fight Robotnik, don't want to save the world. They just want to live in peace and do their own thing. And I would, I think that would have been more interesting if they're like, there was like a conflict between people who want to save the world and people just trying to save their own asses. But they don't really do anything with that. There's no real conflict between them. Look, there has to be only one correct group of freedom fighters. Uh-oh. Like, Sorry, we were um, having some technical difficulties. Um, but that, that should be fine. So anyway, yeah, the underground people steal from Sonic, and he's kind of mildly annoyed about it, but he, the dude just says he's sorry, and then the conflict's over. So kind of a waste of idea there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is there any other points that you want to make? I'm trying to think here. Sounds so fucking exasperated. I mean, this, maybe I'm asking too much of this show, but it just doesn't feel mature, doesn't feel like they really knew what they wanted to do. Kind of just feels, Sonic feels completely shoehorned in, as I've said, and yeah, I guess there's nothing else I want to say. I'm good. Okay, uh, so basically the thing that I, my thoughts on it were, this has potential that it absolutely did not reach. Um, basically, like, the characters all have interesting concepts. Like, Bunny, you have this character who is half roboticized. So you could go into, like, what the implications for that are, which they kind of do in that one episode where her arm falls off, but then it's just, oh, it, we, just, we just attach it back on because it's, it's a robot arm. Uh, and then sweet prosthetics yeah uh, and then rotor who is the engineer and oh my is god just another character i'm sorry i completely forgot about rotor and that that's that's because he has literally no personality nobody can describe his personality we tried yeah it's yeah rotor just doesn't really do much yeah um also the thing like and also just Antoine sucks. Like, just completely. Like, every moment that he is on screen is bad. Um, and Sally is just, like, the basically the protagonist. It, yeah. Um, the thing that I kind of was kind of fascinated by uh, when I was kind of looking into it is that the... Because the casting of, um, like, Adventures was really kind of... not. Like it was weirder voice caster, I was, and I say weirder in quotes. Like it is a lot of not super like big name voice actors. Like you have Long John Baldry as a Rodnik, who is popular in his own right, but uh, not exactly in the voice acting world. And of course, Jaleel White, which is the constant between all of them. The thing that I found fascinating about this show is that it is they got like these are some really good voice actors that they got for here. Um, and like with like you have, um, like especially for like the villains, like you got Jim Cummings, uh, Frank Welker as the little bird thing that Robotnik keeps, 
Uh, Charles uh, Charlie Adler is Snively. Um, and apparently all the swap bots are also just done by Jim Cummings and Frank Welker compared to. Um, when it comes to the season two, uh, then uh, we can really talk about some big na- bigger name voice actors. Did did, Char- did Chuck, like, uh, did Uncle Chuck ever come up in the first season? Not in the episodes we watched. Okay, because I'm pretty sure he shows up at some point, and he's his voice actor is pretty, like he had he had a pretty big voice act. Well, maybe not in the voice acting world, but uh, William Wyndham, who was a actually more of an actor. I'm more familiar with his work as an actor than uh, as a like voice actor, um, mainly because uh, I watch Murder She Wrote, and he is a very big character in that show. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, like, especially Antoine's really funny because, um, that's Rob Paulson. It's voicing Antoine. Um, which if you are not familiar with who Rob Paulson voices, uh, he's basically like in a compared in, like in a more like comparative role. Uh, he is basically, he's Yako, he's Yako Warner. Uh, also Raphael in the, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, also in a comparison to a video game thing. He also voices Bubsy. Yeah. Uh, specifically in the Bubsy pilot, Bubsy 2, and Bubsy Fractured Furry Tales. I don't know if he was in that one. Nope. Oh, no, no. Wait, I thought you were talking about the new Bubsy. Never- no, that is someone else who we don't want to talk about. Um, Yeah. Also, apparently it was an episode of MacGyver. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But anyway. um, Antoine sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Okay, here's here's my thing, though. Um, I remember thinking, oh yeah, Antoine's, you know, whatever. One of the episodes that we missed out on, in fact, again, Hooked on Sonics. Um, there's this whole thing about how they can't understand Antoine and how he's going to take the power ring and try to stop Robotnik or whatever. And he's just fucking up the entire time. It's, it's like, uh, Bobinator said, just like, why even have Antoine on the team if he just is there to be scared and do nothing and just, you know, be French, I guess. Oh, uh, one other key uh, voice actor thing that Rob Paulson did uh, that is also funny in comparison or funny in hindsight. Uh, he's also Gray Fox in No, You're Solid. <laughs> yeah, just. Can you just see Antoine just yelling, hurt me more? while banging his head on the floor. I'm sure yes, there's actually. fans think of that. That's a that's a. That's a well that you don't want to go down. I was just thinking um, about it in terms of like, there is some scene I know where Bunny and Sally and Antoine are trying to think, and they just spent the entire time like telling Antoine to stop thinking so loud or whatever. It's like, what? Why is he even here? So yeah, he he's not a good character. He is semi offensive. Well, I guess not even semi offensive, really. He's just not. He's bad. He's bad all around, really. Yep. Um, so I guess that think I think we're good on talking about that. Uh so, uh, Bob, uh do you feel that this would be better or worse without the sonic elements? I mean, I made this pretty clear before, but yes, absolutely. I feel like the Sonic license was holding these people back. Like, I don't know how long the show could have lasted or what they how much merchandise they could have done without the Sonic name, but I don't really ever get the impression they wanted to do a Sonic show. I feel like 
they were just doing the bare minimum of proper nouns and all. And I think they could have made something better and deeper without that license holding them back. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, I don't know. I probably still wouldn't have watched it, to be honest. Like, I, unfortunately, the thing is that, like, if it wasn't Sonic, I, I wouldn't have watched it because I'm like, at that point, shows on video games, to me at least, were rare. Because they weren't making that many in the in the 90s, it felt like. Or in the early 90s. I don't fucking know. But I could I could also see it the other way that, yeah, if they didn't have like any mandates from Sega and it was just them putting together something, it could be potentially more interesting. But I also don't think it would have been more successful or anything like that. You know what they could have done, if you don't mind me stepping in for a second? No problem. You know how there's like an episode where it gets into a race with like a some kind of robo panther or something, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been like the easiest place to do like a Sonic CD advertisement and put in Metal Sonic, but they didn't. I don't. I don't think they even knew anything about Sonic CD because I never got the impression they really knew anything about the games. Well, I think it's because Sonic CD came out after because uh, in the manual for Sonic CD they refer to Amy Rose as Princess Sally. Oh my so, fucking god! Uh, yeah. So uh, that's what we have the Sonic OVA for. Yes. Which is actually good. Yes. Um. Uh. I guess that goes on the Torpo now. Uh. Nobody would give a shit about this show if it didn't have Sonic appended to it. Yeah. Nobody would have cared. Not a single fucking person. It's otherwise it's just a really bland cartoon. And like once again, the Sonic elements suck. They really do. But I'm not going to pretend this would have been that much interesting without them either. Literally, hey, the only reason we're watching it is because of Sonic. Yep. It just says a lot right there. Um, But yeah, no, I, I just... This would have been nothing without Sonic. And I don't mean that as a positive, really. It sucks with Sonic. It would suck without Sonic. It just nobody would remember it. All right. Yeah, I, I, I think it would fall yeah i think it would fall into like the bucky o'hare thing where basically it would only be remembered by people who really know about comics or animation that or like biker mice from mars or brave star or any of those other cartoons that kind of just fell completely off the radar um so uh torpo uh if you could change anything about this to suit your taste what would it be uh i would not watch it change i if i wanted a better sonic show i would just watch like sonic x if i'm gonna be real that that did sonic stuff better it adhered to sonic plots which is weird and it did it well but uh just as a whole there's not much you could do to change this for me to improve it without just overhauling fucking everything but uh yeah i don't know it's that's this is me all right uh stuff Sonic would have fucking died in the first episode. That would have helped. No. Um, yeah, there's really much they could do to really like make it suit my tastes. Um, I am, I'm more into the like comedy of the like absurdity of here is a running hedgehog being followed by some kind of eggs, man. It, they can make that serious if they want like that. I say the only thing they could really do is just try to make it more episodic and try to have things that like have things have stakes, have, have it be more serious and have it like 
have it feel like there's a sense of urgency. Like you have to see what happens next time. Like for instance, that episode with the fake Sally, that could have been a cliffhanger or something. Oh no, there's a new Sally. What's going to happen? You'll have to watch next week, kids. They don't even do that. It's there's not, that's pretty much all they could change. Just at that point though, it's an, it's an advertisement. It's made to sell Sonic the Hedgehog to children so they can go buy Sonic Spinball, which has all these characters in it. Yeah. That there's nothing else really there could be other than just try to put a little bit more care into it. But it's Deke, so. Dick. Yes. Um, all right, Bob. All right. Well, I could think of a few things. One, maybe combine Sonic and Sally, you know, make Sonic a little a little less, you know, annoying, a little more mellow. Give him a few more subplots, you know, kind of random out. And I guess give Bunny the, um, you know, female role of the team, I guess, for lack of a better word. It's 90s. That's how they work back then. <sighs> kind of make the world feel bigger. Give out more locations they go through. Make it when they go places. It's a big journey. You know, like have scenes of them like dealing with things on the way, like, I don't know, monsters or something, because I guess it's that kind of setting. <sighs> Big thing, I think the show needs more villains. Robotic cannot be the only villain. Like, he shows up every episode. He just loses impact. He just loses all menace. Like, I don't know, maybe like some bad animals work for Robotic. Maybe like some kind of really fast guys like Sonic's rival he really hates. Maybe a bounty hunter. Just we don't have to see Robotic all the time, you know. Yeah, let's bring in Knack the Weasel. Knack yeah, back, basically, baby. great. Yeah. Hey, like they have characters. You can bring in Knack. You can bring in Knuckles. Like I guess it wasn't like Saturn time at this time, but eventually you can bring in Bean and Bark and shit I'm like that. I'm not gonna say they should just make the show exactly like the games. I'm sure they had their own plan they wanted to stick to. But what I'm just suggesting is just work with what they have to make what they have better. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, basically, my thoughts are basically uh, either completely ditch Sonic and just try and give the characters that you have like better stakes or basically just go the Sonic extra and just make a more faithful thing to the games. Um, Yeah, I, I hate that I just had the idea that Okay, well, maybe maybe not have Sonic's rival be Knuckles. What about Jeffrey St. John? My thought was, wait, no, I fucking don't want him anywhere near any cartoon. Character suck. He's from the comics. He's a skunk. He's terrible, potentially. Uh, he's, right. He's 19. He's potentially in a relationship with a 14-year-old Sally. Something like that. It's not great, really. Yeah. Thank Never you, forget Penders. that Ken Penders is the reason Sega finally came down and put directives on what Sonic can be. Because he fucked up so bad. I want to give a say one thing real quick. I hate Ken Penders as much as anybody, but I think the best thing we can do about him is just never, ever discuss him and just wait for him to just go away. But that's just me. That would be yep. ideal, wouldn't it? Yep. I'm going to go ahead and post this here. He did do the cover for the uh, DVD of the series. Uh, just wanted to 
just wanted to point that out because I didn't even know until I looked. I took a good look at like in the right hand corner, Bunny's eyes. I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's him. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I kind of think that. Eh, fucking hate that skunk. Yeah. Uh. So with that, um, let's uh, answer one last question. Bob, Adventures of Sadam. Oh, man, that's not even a question. Adventures all the way. I know Adventures has its problems. It's weird. It's goofy. It doesn't make sense a lot of the time. But I get the feeling that they wanted to, you know, they cared about the games. They knew what they were working with. And given the limited amount of story material, I think they did the best they could instead of just going whole cloth into this completely unrelated territory. And that's right. basically it. All right. Uh, Stove. Uh, yeah, not even a question. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, even even if it is, like, it's not good, but and it's, like, it leans into its absurdity, at least it has something to think about. Like, it's it has something that's there in terms of... You will you will remember Robotnik. You'll remember like some of the stupid shit that Sonic does in terms of growing muscles out of nowhere. That's it's weird stuff that you'll keep with you, and it doesn't have to be good. But at the very least, like it it leaves an impression on you. Yeah, uh, Torpo. Uh, honestly, I would. See, I, I, I'm on record. I didn't like Adventure, but I would rather play Adventures... Play. Watch Adventures over this any day of the week. As I've said before, this was boring, and as much as I disliked Adventures, it was at least memorable. Like, I still remember some of the awful shit that went down in that show. Yeah. So there's something to be said for that. To put it this way, like, we did get through all the episodes that we had of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and even the worst ones. Yeah. And we're kind it, it's it's finish. a train wreck. You can't like watch and go Gaga like you... poo poo. <laughs> I believe you mean goo goo poo poo. Goo goo. That's right. Goo goo poo poo. <laughs> Should have given that line to Tails. He is the baby, it's true. All right. I think it's time that we actually rank this. So we are going to do this with our normal one to twenty-one, or yeah, one to twenty-one scale with the three extras, which I don't think it's going to count this one. Um, where basically one is Pinnacle Mastercraft, basically the best of a genre it could be, uh, and twenty-one is don't even like it's not like it's bad. It's not even it's ironic. Like if you're going to watch it for ironic value, it's painful. Um, yeah, so. Bob, uh, what would you give this? Well, I'm thinking Batman 89 looks kind of low, and I've never seen it, so I'm thinking between those two. So between Batman and Salamander, so 14 15? Right. Okay, uh, Stove. All right, so as I try to figure this out, I, I have the list pulled up here, and I seem to notice that Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is kind of at a different spot than we left it. Yes, uh, it is in its own little subcategory because uh, it is bad, but also fascinating. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I would just flat out say 20. 
It, okay. it it's mostly because there's just nothing really here to talk. Like the animation's not great. There are many an animation error. There's it's just extremely boring, and there's not really much worth to it. I would say somewhere closer to twenty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Torpo. So I mm, I was gonna say nineteen. Because uh, I don't think it's quite the level of train wreck that Panzer Dragoon is, or anything below that. But also, I, I at least found Super Mario Brothers: The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach uh, a bit more memorable. That's that's uh, where I stand. All right. Uh, so Bob, you're at fourteen to fifteen. Stove, you're at twenty. And Torbo, you're at nineteen. Yeah. Um, I was pretty much thinking Torbo's thing exactly. Uh, I think the print, the Super Mario Brothers, like the OVA, was. Not great, but also a lot more memorable than this because then it, that one is also another case where it's weirdly fascinating. Um, but this is just boring. Like, it's like the same thing we have with Pride for the Rapper, which is the only other one we pretty much almost everyone ducked out of. Um, this is just like there is some interesting things that could happen. It's not like Prep the Rapper where nothing interesting was happening. So it's, I don't, and also, yeah, it's not as much of a train wreck as Panzer Dragoon was, at least to me. So I, I would say that 19 is also a good spot for it. See, my only complaint is that it, uh, 19 is Fascinating Nightmare, and I don't even think it's close to fascinating. Uh, well, actually, we've, we've overhauled the number system, and now uh, 1 through 21 are just straight number ratings. And oh. There are special ratings for yep. anything. So if you click on if you click on the rank guide, you'll see at the bottom. Okay, then yeah, I'll I'll agree with nineteen then. Okay, uh, Bob, you want to make a case? Well, unfortunately, I never watched Great Mission Rescue Princess Peach, so I can't really say either way. So I guess I'm outvoted here. How would you say it compares then to like the Legend of Zelda series? I guess Legend of Zelda did make a much more of an effort to be like the games, as goofy as it was. So, I guess, as much as I complain about that, I guess it wouldn't be fair to put it above Zelda then. Alright, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because basically my thing is that, yeah, the Legend of Zelda is... um, Like, it. I mean, obviously it has the, it has the catchphrase in it. But also, so does this but not even memorable. I would take excuse me princess over got a juice any day of the fucking week. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sonic, that's not what juicing means. That's not how it works. The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic. Now there's a got a juice situation. <laughs> no, that yeah, was that's, the one that's a, that's a that's a bad juicing. Remember that time Sonic was swole? Yeah. All right. So 19 it goes. Uh, because we were thinking of doing a second thing to go through the other episodes. I don't think we need to do that. Yeah, season two, that much different. I, I don't well, think I've ever really watched not, For two. the rest of ones of season one. Season oh, two, yeah. we will probably go back to at some point. But yeah, I don't think there's like anything to say about this season. Yeah, I, I think you kind of get the gist. Because I don't even think the last episode's even like Cliffhanger. Antoine can't pronounce fool correctly. There, that's all we have left to discuss about season one. Oh, yeah. I just remember something really stupid, too. 
Apparently, there's a part in season two where like Snively tortures Antoine by making right. Escar go, except he uses margarine, and that's as stupid as it sounds like. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let's see tone. Oh, what am I? What am I doing? I know exactly what tone. Edgy. I don't uh, no, know. It is, it's furry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds right. All right. Um, is there anything we want to call out for music, charm, cinematography, uh, story? Action or art? I guess the action scenes are okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, I can see the action scenes getting a thumbs up. Um, I was gonna say there actually was one notable thing about this, and isn't it at the end of the first season when they put the pilot for some reason? Yeah, because oh yeah, I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, heads and tails, heads or tails was originally placed at the end of the season when it originally aired, even though it was the pilot, like it was the original pilot. Which had different designs like Pink Sally. Uh, and also the budget was somehow lower. It was about the level of Adventures of Song the Hedgehog. No, it was worse than that. You know what needs a thumbs down on this, by the way? The music, because we got, got the that music. theme song, yep. which no one liked. And like the rest of the soundtrack is just this very generic orchestral kind of theme that they just keep reusing all the time. Yeah, as that's I can't remember if it was this or something else I was listening to. Uh, but I was listening to music and because I have been uh, l- listening to a lot of royalty free music and a lot of it sounds that quality. Not this, not to besmirch anyone who does royalty free music, but there is a feeling to royalty free music. That just feels the sometimes. Sometimes it's good. This was not. Uh, and also, I believe Torp, you mentioned the art, not yeah. looking great. Uh, there is a lot. I noticed a lot of animation errors. Like not not to the notable, like not as notable as Adventure Song the Hedgehog, but it was still there. Are still some notable animation errors. Or was it? No, I think it was Zelda that had the really glaringly obvious animation errors. They were probably both, actually, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, in this case, I... Yeah, I, f- I found some animation errors in this one, too. It's just like, eh, not really worth pointing out, honestly. It's it's Deke. You're bound to get some stuff with them at some point. Yeah. Uh, other thing that I want to put out is for story. I'm going to put Wasted Potential. Yeah, I'd put a thumbs down on that for sure. Yep. Um, cinematography was fine. Like, it wasn't some weird thing, and that's... In Charm, it's just bland. Like, I went... Not so much that it thumbs it down, but it's just... It's it's what it is. Um, And then, yeah, I think for yays and nays, definitely put in the oatmeal for boring. 100%. Yep. Uh, Not even... It's because it's not like it's pacing issues. It's just not great so i i, I think that won't you shut up probably it's probably good won't you shut up should be there oh nice. yes 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 for some reason i thought you were talking about everyone's an idiot i wouldn't say that because the people like the people who are actually doing the thing are actually somewhat competent all right uh at yeah, least compared you... to a lot of other things we watched yeah our, our unity is usually one of those sort of plots where just everyone keeps fucking up non-stop yeah everyone's an idiot excuse me Yes. So yeah, that I definitely can put down. Um, in that case, uh, is there anything else that anyone would like to put up? Nah, I don't have anything. Not really. No. All right. Then I think we are good.
Um, so with that, uh, that is the season one of Sonic Satam. Uh, so, um, before we head out, uh, Bob, is there anything you want to plug? Yes, I do. I am part of Hardcore Gaming 101's 47,800 Games of All Time podcast, where we take the games you nominate and discuss them, and we rank them on a very big, rapidly growing list to see how they compare to other games. <laughs> Check out Hardcore Gaming 101 if you want to see how you can send in your own games, and listen in anytime you want. We hope to see you there. Okay. Uh, stuff. get on Lolo's turf, how dare you? Actually, I think they were first. <laughs> it's the opposite, yes, but... Oh, okay, I see. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am... Uh, I can be found at twitch.tv slash portable stove. Um, yeah, I just finished Ganbari Goemon 3 today. It was a decent... It was a decent game, which unfortunately means it's the worst Goemon game I've played yet. Um, and yeah, I'll play Sonic at some point, I guess. Don't. All right. Torpo. Uh, at Torpotypist on Twitter and twitch.tv slash Torpotypist. Well, on Mondays, I am playing a Sonic game, Sonic Adventure 2. But uh, I would like to plug the hole in my memory left by this fucking show. Okay. So, uh, yes, that'll do it for this episode. So next episode, we are discussing Game Center CX Season 1. We are finally getting into the massive monolithic show that is game center cx with it's you know it, very interesting season one it feels weird doing an episode on a show that does video games yeah but i felt like that was that would make it a little bit more interesting yeah also season one's really weird of that show like it, it's a much different thing than what the other seasons are uh, also it's short so we can watch the entire thing i just got to find it but that shouldn't be that hard to find. Um, but yeah, uh, so if you want to listen to that, uh, you should tune in to that. So with that, thank you all for listening. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.